0: Hi, and welcome to Gay Out the City. I'm your host, Prince Electro Diamond, and today I am here with dancer and Instagram model, Majahi. How are you doing today, Sexy?
1: I'm doing great. How about yourself?
0: I am great. I'm so excited to interview you. So (laughs) work. So where are you originally from?
1: Well, I am from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, I currently live in Jacksonville, Florida.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. Work. I'm a South Florida boy, too. I live... I'm... I'm born and raised outside, uh, like, an hour outside of West Palm Beach. I live there now. I lived in Orlando for four years, and then I came home. And I can't wait to leave Florida.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. I know. I am... Plenty of people love Florida. I've been here my whole life. I'm ready to leave. <laughs> you can repeat that for me. I said, plenty of people like love Florida. Like live there their whole lives. I can't wait to leave. Like I, I'm.
1: <laughs> and... I'm a because I can't really hear you. I'm sorry.
0: Okay, not problem.
1: Okay, what did you say again? I'm sorry. There you I go. I said.
0: I said okay, there we go. So I said, like so many people like love Florida, live here their whole life. I can't wait to leave. Like I am so ready to like
1: <laughs> I'm right with you.
0: <laughs> get out of here. Um hopefully I think I'm gonna be moving to Atlanta next. So like just get myself a little transitional, yeah. Atlanta.
1: I actually yeah. wish I wanna move to Atlanta. I feel like it will be a very great place for me to um build my pole career and um, maximize off of everything that I'm trying to do with myself. So I'm right with you with the Atlanta thing.
0: <laughs> but where, what is there to do in Atlanta now? Cause I know like swinging Richards is where everybody used to work, but that's not open anymore.
1: Exactly. But me, I kind of capitalize off of training the dancers I'm oh. more so like a private instructor. I do performances and things of that nature, but I do like big events. I wouldn't really dance in a club.
0: Ah, uh, okay. I mean you got the talent to dance in a club. I mean I watch plenty of your plenty of your videos, like you're fucking good. So like
1: I wish I could get into get get on the stage somewhere, but I live in Jacksonville. We don't have no stages.
0: I know you got to come back down to Fort Lauderdale. Like every every club has has a pole, from what I have heard.
1: Yeah, Club Le Boy. Um, yeah, it's other places that have poles too, and it, it would be a really good opportunity if I get out of Jacksonville. It's something that I'm actually working on.
0: Work. <laughs> so, so what was it like for you growing up as a kid?
1: I can say growing up as a kid, I faced a lot of challenges um, as a homosexual man. Um, uh, My interaction with my family was really great. You know what I'm saying? I had a really accepting family. My mom was okay with my lifestyle. Um, My brothers were really uplifting and very protective. Um, I grew up a lot in dance culture, so I was a major red dancer. I was surrounded by a lot of dance culture. My mother used to be a dancer. Um, My sisters are dancers. My brother is a performer. Like, I have a lot of surrounding people in entertainment. So, I don't know. Growing up was, it was sweet and sour.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's for all of us, all of us gay kids do everything. Like, I'm a musician, so, like, obviously, like, I was in choir all the time but I was always the one like the instructor would look at when I do the vocal slides because in my head I thought I was Christina Aguilera still do but like yeah. but I totally get that yeah in terms okay, so what was it like for you coming out?
1: <laughs> Me coming out was not oh, it was it was not um, easy nor was it peaceful. I got called a couple of things. Um, I had ended up homeless. Uh, my mom kicked me out once I told her that I, I was gay. She kicked me out. I was like 14 years old. Um, and I was homeless for about a year um, until I got back on my feet and went back to school and got my education and things of that nature. But that was wow. a little bit about me coming out. It was kind of tough, actually. It was really bad. <laughs>
0: I have a story that I would say Not that bad but kind of like parallel To that (laughs) So when I came out I say in some ways I was fortunate I only had to tell one parent Because I came out four months after my mom died So it was just Having to tell my dad and my sister Which was a little bit easier I came out to a youth minister Which was a mistake A youth minister of the church I did that too (laughs) Because I told him about this performance idea I had with like a knife and how I'd practice just dr- stabbing myself because I'm dramatic, obviously. <laughs> and, and he left the room. He said, You have one of two options. He came back in about 10 minutes later. He said, You are either coming with me or I'm calling the cops. So. I'm now knowing what he did to me. I would have let him call the cops. I would have let his ass call the cops, let every cop in the surrounding area come in. So he took me to get a psyche, Val. Oh, my goodness. I I passed it.
1: Oh, you passed it. OK,
0: good. No, 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 okay. no. No, I did pass it. But he went in after I was done. He lied to all the people, making it seem like I was lying. Uh-huh. And and as a result, I got locked in a mental institution for 64 hours.
1: Oh my gosh, I was gonna say it's a win win for the queen. They they tried to lock you up.
0: <laughs> they did.
1: They did. <laughs> but you are here now, so it's okay.
0: Yeah. I mean it, it only took to like the conversion therapy after to like I said, I said I basically at one point, I basically said, like, fuck y'all. I'm, like, done. Like, you ain't going to be doing no more shit to me. Like.
1: Okay. Because,
0: <laughs> yeah, that was. So where do As you I... live? I live in a town about an hour north of West Palm Beach.
1: Okay. So you're in the West Palm Beach area. There's a nice, yeah. old studio in the West Palm Beach area that I want to visit.
0: Yeah, don't know much. See, West Palm Beach doesn't have much. It's why, like, whenever I go out, like, I have to go to Miami, and it's like, but it's like in Miami, oh. okay? Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, this is my thing. I'm used to Orlando, so like, me going to Miami, it's completely different. Like, the vibes different. Like, it's just not yeah, my thing.
1: I- I love Orlando like because when I go, usually when I visit Fort Lauderdale, I try to always hit the Miami area because, you know, Miami is that's where That's where it's
0: at. Yeah. You know? <laughs> of course, what is there to do in Jacksonville? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly my pace. Girl. <laughs>
1: exactly my pace. Nothing. Like, we have in cahoots. Um, which is a drag, um, drag nightclub bar thing. Um, it's really good, but that's all we have. Um, and then we also have Hamburger Marys. No, actually, Hamburger Marys just burnt down. So we don't have a Hamburger Marys. We just have In Cahoots. And um, I go to In Cahoots every like Friday. I perform there occasionally. Um, it's a really nice place. I could definitely say. The drag shows are top here. The
0: drag shows are really good. That, okay, I will say this. There are drag shows in my area. They don't invite me because they don't like my drag. But, but Why not? I mean Well, this is the thing. Cause they're all a bunch of lip syncers and like I sing live. So I feel like they're intimidated by that. Okay. Yeah. I mean... I can, see. I can see why. I mean, I do have a drag sister around here. She likes me. I love her. She, she's amazing. She loves that I'm doing this. Like... Because, I, as I said, I tricked myself. Like, I didn't start interviewing people in Florida. Being in Florida, I went... I did the hardest route, which is I started interviewing people in Los Angeles. So like I gave myself a challenge. (laughs) And then eventually, once I like got to doing interviews, like months after I've been doing interviews since January, like all of a sudden people in South Florida started paying attention. So it's like, oh, y'all had to wait till I did something for myself, and now you want to pay attention to me? Okay.
1: It's too late. You better tap in now. It feels so great out here.
0: What is the weather like? Is it actually cold in Jacksonville?
1: Yeah, right now I'm clutching for my pearls because it's about um, too cold for me because um, I don't do good with cold atmosphere. I think it's like 60 degrees right now, and I don't even have on a jacket, which is nuts.
0: 60 is not cold.
1: (laughs) not cold. Oh, I'm coming right back to you. I'm coming right back to you. I'm just on the interview right now. you on the interview? Yeah. On the interview. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but um, um, it's it's pretty cold. It's like 60, but you said it's not cold. What is cold to you? 40? 40. 40 <laughs> degrees? Oh dude. you would not catch me anywhere that's 40 degrees, baby. No. <laughs> what, what happened?
0: How is that possible it gets 40 degrees down here how does it not get 40 degrees up there
1: i don't know well i don't know what this i think that the last time i checked it said the temperature was gonna be 60. so it should be about 60 right now it's really cold but i want to go somewhere it snows i've never seen snow before
0: it is awesome i've only been i was in dc one time when it was snowing and that was like nice
1: Wow, how was yeah. it? Yeah.
0: It was, Did it was, it was so like angels. pretty. It wasn't snowing that much. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> it wasn't
0: yeah, I wish. No. But it was nice. Yeah, Myrtle, is real. What... I know. I'm I as I said, I am done with this hot weather. Like She's only about ten years old. You guys like shit. <laughs> All right, here she
1: go. So
0: okay, so what made you want to move to Jacksonville?
1: Nothing. Um, It wasn't my decision. Uh, Unfortunately, my mother was raised here. She was born and raised here, and she moved me here to be closer to family. Um, In actuality, she doesn't hang out with any of her family, including me, so there was no point (laughs) in moving me here, so I'm just here suffering. No, I'm joking.
0: (laughs) You can say that. We all suffering in Florida. Shit. Like... (laughs) That's why I say, get g- get out, girl. It's gonna go underwater at some point. Like literally. Exactly.
1: <laughs> this is like a this is like a come and go place. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Some people are like, I've lived in Florida for my whole life. I don't want to live anywhere else. The fuck. Like.
1: Really? I think you need to reevaluate your surroundings. because <laughs> I'm ready to get them out of here.
0: Exactly, with all these crazy people trying to do shit like banning fucking gay people. No, get the fuck out of here! You're like,
1: I've come to a point where I've recognized Florida as a whole as the project.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not the project. It's projects. a lot quieter in here now. It's a yeah. lot quieter. Not the project. Go, <laughs> Florida as, as a whole. <laughs> I will say, I will say this like unlike some white people, I know what it's like to live in the hood. When I lived in Orlando, I lived in the hood. My sister thought I was crazy, but I'm like the rent. But I'm like the rent's cheaper there. I can afford. The rent
1: is cheaper. You just gotta dodge a couple bullets, you know, run from the police a little bit.
0: And plus, I'm a thick bitch with a fat ass. They, you 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 know, they was all. <laughs>
1: You are hilarious. <laughs> that is really good writing.
0: Hold on. Sometimes I have to catch myself. I'm like, what did I just say? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's true. This was, I was i describe it to somebody. I said my front door was like Disney World for Dick. So like, because I lived in my own apartment. So like. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so why I moved to Orlando. So like obviously as a as I said, being in a small town now, it makes me so motivated to get out of here. I just knew I'm like, I just need to go. Like <laughs> I need to get out of this small ass town because everyone who lives here who like grew up here and never left always wants to leave. I'm like well, that makes sense. Because when I tell you, there's not one gay bar here, not one. Really? No.
1: That is wild. Oh my gosh. How are you gonna like? So, how do you capitalize off of your career as a as a drag artist?
0: I do this. <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah, That's I do. Because <laughs> it's like, as I said, y'all ain't gonna book me for gigs, so. I might as well get on here. Do I cross the line and sometimes like say things about people and tell stories about stuff that happened when I go to see these drag queens perform? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. There, there's one time, okay. So, like my um drag sister's former drag mother has shit talked about drag before. Mm-hmm. And I went to an event out of drag. And, like, she was working the crowd and she was drunk off her ass. And while she's working the crowd, she didn't know who I was. She was hitting on me. <laughs> <laughs> and and I let her do it because I'm, like, part of me wanted to, like, tell her, like, bitch, you know who the fuck I am. But I'm, like, no, let me be shady and let me just watch her flirt with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness.
1: So how do you like being in... Orlando and is there anywhere else that you would see yourself living besides Atlanta? Uh
0: I would say either Boston okay or if I did the west coast Seattle. Okay, okay. My yeah. second pick is Texas. So what? <laughs> you going to do Florida with southern accents? That's what Texas is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're definitely right. Actually, not gonna lie, <laughs> which is crazy.
0: I mean, if you were to do Austin, like Austin, might be a little bit good, but <laughs> what did you say? I would say like Austin, maybe, but like other than that, you would what? What you gonna go to Houston? Like what? What you gonna do there?
1: i really just want to go to texas because um the cost of living like i want a really big house so i see myself having a really huge house in texas
0: see i always i give it up i i know that i can't like stay in one place for a long time so i've come to the fact of i'm gonna be moving around and living in apartments my whole life
1: oh wow okay I like a I prefer apartments, not going to lie. Yeah. But I do want a nice big house because I want big beautiful things in my house like this machine I'm staring at. What machine are you staring at? Well, I wish I could flip my camera, but Just tell me it, what it is. It's a It's a garden tower.
0: Oh, okay. So,
1: I want one and I'm thinking about buying it right now. But she said it's three hundred dollars, which, I mean,
0: my husband yeah. can for right? <laughs> oh, you married? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and spend all the money you want, like.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yes, I am. Yeah,
0: that's why you get married. Like, <laughs> long as you know. <laughs> well, this is the day. This is my thought. I thought like my idea is to be married twice, married like a rich old dude at first. Wait till he keels over, and then marry some hot person you actually want to <laughs> get married to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm encouraging gold digging. That's what we should do. It's the oldest profession next to prostitution. Like, listen, get your coin,
1: sis. I believe in it. Get your coin. Get your coin. <laughs>
0: I actually did. I actually, I don't know if he was rich, but I got hit up by an older dude in my DMs yesterday, and like, and he's like, "Does my age scare you?" I'm thinking, "Is your wallet thick?" <laughs> okay. So,
1: I didn't know what them brackets like. the brackets look like. Tax brackets.
0: <laughs> so, what made you get into dancing?
1: Um, when I was, well, my mother used to be a dancer. My siblings are dancers. I grew up around nothing but dance culture. Um, and when I was seven years old, um, I used to live in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And the Dillard High School dancers used to march. And the major dancers used to march down the street and I would see them all the time in front of Bass Park. And I just came in love, I, I just became in love with majorette my passion for majorette developed my passion for all forms of dance and it just kind of grew into every other aspect like pole the aerial arts lyra hoop all those things like that so it really sprouted out from those dancers that you see with the band performing marching down the street that's where it all started for me
0: so okay so then, I guess I'll ask this. So, what made you want to start doing pole? What made me want to start doing pole was um, silk.
1: Doing silk and Lyra. Um, I I met a dancer in Japan, and her name's Ali Kamikaze, and she's a really, really good exotic dancer, um, and. I was a contortionist at the time, and she showed me a couple of tricks, and she told me to put on a couple of pair of heels, and I kept trying it out, and then I took like two classes, and I was like, you know what? I like this. I'm a bad bitch. I got a fat ass. I can make money doing this. (laughs) So I got into dancing, and ever since I've been doing it, it's just been really fun, and it's been really benefiting.
0: Yeah. Work. I mean, like, I love pole dancers obviously I support pole dancers having you on here I've I haven't had many <laughs> but the pole dancers I have had I'll give a shout out to him his name's um he lives in Boston his name's Andrew Alvadaro like literally like stunning like amazing as I said I saw him like the video that made me fall in love with him I saw him with those those giant pleaser heels like going around the pole and I'm like work like yeah, that is crazy. Like,
1: <laughs> you talking about the twelve inches?
0: Yes, yes, shoes that I don't wear <laughs> in drag work. So okay, so what was it like the first time you performed? I'm gonna say doing pole. My first performance
1: was very scary um, and very like, it was very um, intimidating for me because my first performance was for a, um, it was a fundraiser for a campaign um, called Here Tomorrow and it's a suicide prevention um, campaign, race, and it's, very, it's sponsored mostly by the LGBT, so, It was really scary because I was in a crowd of like 120 plus people and my heart was racing. And I had got my wrong, I had the wrong pole outfit on, the wrong heels. I was supposed to be in my 12 inch heels, but I had to perform in six inches. So it was really like a lot of fear. But I actually made about like $2,000 and it was my first time performing. So I was like you know, everything wasn't together, but it was together for me to get this (laughs) back.
0: Well, I mean, you talk about that nerve-wracking. My first time performing. So, I crazily enough, because as I said, I'm a musician, I actually started doing drag and performing at open mic nights and straight bars. Okay. So, as I, I, I write music too, so like I make electronic music. So like everybody else would come in with their guitar, and then like I'd hand the DJ my iPod and be like, or hand like the host my iPod, and like let's plug it in, let's test it. I'm gonna do something clearly different than y'all. And like owners overall um, liked me. There was one week where like, so the week before I I had finished my like set and I had screamed motherfucker into the microphone. And then I got told the following week by the owners not to do that. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not repeating myself. I just did that last week. I ain't going to do the same thing this week. What do you think I am? What do you think? I am a one trick pony. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, it was nerve wracking. As I say, like back then. I used to wear clothes and drag. Now I've evolved to basically walking around half naked. So, like, I would never be able to perform a straight bar now. And I'm fine with that. (laughs) Like somebody said,
1: give me a second. I'm sorry. I'm hippie.
0: Not a problem. Anyway, okay. So, what's the craziest thing that's happened to you while you're performing? My heel broke.
1: It's never happened before. I've never seen it happen before in dance history, a heel breaking. But I bought a pair of heels from a vendor. A vendor. And the heels were supposed to shoot flames out the bottom of them when I clacked them together. But instead, they had sparklers in the bottom, which heated up the heel and started to melt. And then the heel broke off. That was the craziest thing that has ever happened to me. And that was the heels that I was supposed to perform in for my first performance. That's why I couldn't wear them.
0: <laughs> That's so they were like cheap heels, in other words, like
1: they were the expensive heels, but basically what they did was they took they put sparklers in the base of the heel. Instead of right. designing to the heel to contain the heat, they just put sparklers in the base of the heel.
0: Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, it was it was cheap work
1: on a pair of expensive heels.
0: That's insane. So, like, I have actually broken... I have broken a shoe before as well, but it was not while I was performing. So, like, what happened was I was performing at this bar, and, like, the entire bottom half of the bar and the stage was black. So obviously wearing sunglasses like I always do when I perform, I was walking off stage. I took one step, took another step, I missed a step, I fell forward on my knee. Luckily, I was wearing pants, so I didn't skin myself. Mm -hmm. But, like, I fell and then Uh, broke my shoe. But I still finished the night with a broken shoe.
1: Period. Still (laughs) made your money with a broken shoe.
0: Yeah, But I'm like... I didn't perform at that place much after I did that because I'm like, maybe this is a sign that I don't need to perform here. Like, yeah, if they, if they ain't gonna light the bar for like me to be able to see, like, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. So, well, I know you said you were married. So, um, what's your dating life kind of then like? Before you were married, before I was married,
1: um, I was my dating life was very basic. Um, <laughs> I'm a relationship-oriented person, so I was in a long dis- a long-term relationship before I married my husband, and I was with that man. Oh my gosh, I thought that was a real person. I was with that man for three years. I thought that was a real person right there. Oh, <laughs> but. <laughs> I was with um, someone for three years, and then um, in those three years of being with that person, they didn't support my pole career. They didn't like me being a dancer, and they really didn't find interest in me being a dancer. I guess like, I wasn't good enough as a dancer, but then once I realized how good I actually was, I just left them.
0: Well, I mean... It's probably also they probably didn't say this when they didn't support you. They thought, oh, you're a pole dancer, which means you're just gonna fuck everybody that like gives you money, and that's that's that's, that's ridiculous.
1: That's what they think. But I'm a I'm a, I'm an exotic dancer, a pole dancer. Okay, I'm not yeah a ripper.
0: <sighs> well, I mean that like I know that in drag. There's one time. I was going into a bar. Mm -hmm. I like, I was parking my car, and a guy rode up on a bicycle and just like whipped out his dick in front of my car.
1: Mm -hmm. Wow.
0: And I'm like, go away.
1: That is interesting behavior.
0: And he wasn't getting the point, so I literally had to turn back on my car and drive forward. I'm like, I am not hooking up with you before I perform. That is not part of my getting ready process. Like to like suck off some stranger's dick. Like again, plenty of girls will do it, not this bitch. Like
1: <laughs> Oh my gosh, my yeah. son is about to die. Please don't die. No, it's okay.
0: Okay. So uh, Hello? Still there. Yeah. How do I okay. go back to the camera? Can you see me? hmm Yes.
1: Okay. Checking my battery percentage getting pretty low.
0: Okay, I'm so here
1: all day. Sorry.
0: Not a problem. I'll do this quick then. Okay, so in terms of mm, the longest relationship I've been in was a year.
1: Okay. That's not bad. So, That's good because yeah. relationships are not easy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and like how they ended up um, break, they ended up breaking up with me. So like, they like moved all we were living this together at this point. They moved all of their stuff out of my apartment, and they left a note with a key in the door, with their key in the door, saying basically all this stuff. And then like towards the end, they're like, "I'm transitioning." And I'm like, she said, I know you won't accept me for the way that I am, which she wasn't wrong about, because, like, I didn't know much about trans people, because, like, this was theoretically during my college years. And, like, as I said, being from a small town, the whole, like, just being gay yeah, is, like, a thing. So it's, like, trans people. Now you see trans people running about any everywhere. It's, like... Yeah. Back... Back when I came out at 18 years old, no, people were not.
1: It wasn't like that. It wasn't, that. it wasn't as accepted. And it would, it had a really big stigma back then. But now it's like everybody's doing it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So then, like, the stupid person that I was, I immediately got in a relationship after them that lasted a month. And how they broke up with me, they turned out to be racist, which was, I'm like, I love that for you, like, like fuck you. Literally, they said as they were breaking up with me, they're like, "All you ever want is that n-word, dick." I'm like, I'm thinking, you in the hood, baby, like, you in the hood, you saying this with my front door open, you lucky you are not gonna get beat up, okay? And like, what and are... like, and like, you breaking up with me, I would, I would let black people attack you. I don't give a fuck, like. At this point I don't want you bitch. Like I'd be like I'd be like somebody take care of him please. I don't want
1: Okay, get rid of him.
0: Yeah. But as I say karma's a bitch, evil's a bitch. She ended up getting HIV after he left me. So Oh wow. I'm like you spew out negativity, negativity comes back to you. Yeah. That's true.
1: Karma, what goes around, comes around.
0: Yeah. So, what's your relationship to drugs and alcohol?
1: I don't have a relationship with drugs or alcohol. I am a... I, I don't do any drugs and I don't drink. Now, I will... Okay, that's not true, because I drink wine. <laughs> I like wine. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a big wine person. Um, But I'm more of like a social drinker, um, and I occasionally, like, vape. I'm like a social vapor. Like, if somebody has a vape, and you're like, oh, try this, I'll try it. But I don't purchase, like, smoking inhalants and things like that. But that's because
0: I'm a dancer, and
1: I'm very dedicated to, like, my health and things of that nature.
0: I've heard dancers... As I said, I've interviewed dancers before. I've heard them say that like, drugs is not like a thing they can do. And it's like... Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that kind of makes...
1: It's not. It's not something that you can do. Especially in the, the art of dance that I do. Ugh,
0: doing drugs while you're dancing, you probably break
1: well, a leg or something.
0: Well, that's because... Okay. I can understand why. Because, again... And this isn't true. But a lot of people equate pole dancer with stripper which again they're not the same thing mm-hmm. for, 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 for a lot of people they are but they're not the same thing for everybody so like strippers they're like oh you're probably a cracked out stripper like all that that's literally but I'm like that's ignorant like
1: yeah, to think that's it, just uh, a, a stripper could probably do drugs but a pole dancer can't because it's a art and a talent and a strength behind pole dancing as in you just dance it for money if you get what i'm saying like i would have to be under the influence to show
0: my vagina to the world yeah i mean i get that and it's also like you probably don't want people like especially you saying that that you have a fat ass if you were a stripper everybody like I guarantee you, every time you'd be dancing in the bar, everybody grabbing your ass. And it's like, yeah. Just, yeah. In terms of mine, so like, in terms of like drugs, the only thing, so I have like bone spurs in the heels of both of my feet. So what it means is like, if I'm standing too long, it feels like somebody's stabbing me in the knife in the foot with a knife. So it's like, before I got on health insurance, Once again, I fucking hate America sometimes. took me four months. I used to abuse ibuprofen like crazy. I used to take like 18, 24 pills a day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, you were in pain. (laughs) Yeah. And then once I got on health insurance, I'm like, this needs to stop. This is not like, no, this is not going to be good for me. And then in terms of alcohol... I would say I'm a social drinker, too. Don't really drink when I... Actually, I don't drink at all when I perform. Like, that's... And that's because, like, I had a night where, like, people were just handing me drink after drink after drink after drink. People were just, like, buying me stuff. And then I got in my car. And I drove an hour home. And I got pulled over by a cop. And then, luckily, oh, wow. my d- my dad saved me. Otherwise, I would have gotten a DUI. So, like, <laughs> we all learn. We all learn. And it's like, now, I don't know. I don't need, again, like you said, you drink wine socially. It's like, it's not even, like, something I'm, like, looking for most of the time is alcohol. I'd rather be sober anyway. It's more fun to watch everybody else act, act a fool. You get to you get to remind them because you're sober. The one over there would be like, "Hey, remember when you did this?" Hmm. Work. <laughs> so, um, what are your thoughts on how the LGBT community is being tra- How the LGBT community is being treated today?
1: I can say, for me as a homosexual man, I've never experienced an indifference in treatment. Um, but that's also because most people don't even, like, I don't know, like, people don't assume I'm, I don't know, like, I can say that today we have come very far, because a long time ago, being gay, it was like, you were being called a fag, you couldn't be in the same classroom as much, people, like, people didn't want to be around you, it was like, no help with bullying, all types of things, but now they have, like, a lot of outreach programs, a lot of programs for the LGBT community. They do a lot of events. They have like big pride events. So I think today, I think as a community, we have evolved. And I think as a world, we have also evolved to um, be more accepting and understanding that people can be whoever the fuck they want to and love whatever the fuck they want to. If they want to suck dick, they can suck dick.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with that, but like I don't know, is okay. I don't know much about Jacksonville, so I'm gonna ask, is Jacksonville like more of a liberal area or more of like a conservative area?
1: That I really wouldn't know. I would say liberal.
0: Cause see, I'm in kind of a conservative area, so it's like <laughs> it's a, it's a well I ain't gonna say much. It's like well, okay, let me put it this way. When I came out, which was in 2012 versus the way things are now, which is like 11 years later, it's completely different. Like, Mm -hmm. But is it still like a place where I tell people, come move here? No. No. But I get where you're coming from. I mean, yeah, I guess it is kind of like progress that's happened. Definitely. Like, yeah. All right. And oh, so my last question is, um, what's the biggest misconception about you?
1: I can say that the biggest misconception about me is that I am perceived as intimidating. Um, A lot of people take the fact that I've been dancing since I was seven years since I was seven years old and I'm a professional dancer as Me being somebody that's not easily approachable or easy to talk to, and um, I think people always perceive me as like mean or intimidating, and I'm just like the most bubbliest person ever.
0: I don't, yeah, I don't see that at all. I mean, well, this is the thing are you, are you, are you, you're kind of tall, right? Nope. Really? Nope. I'm five seven. Well, okay then. that I understand why people think I'm mean and intimidating. I'm six foot three, so I mean, like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm yeah,
1: I'm, yeah, I'm a tall bitch. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm a tall bitch. people like, always
1: think I'm tall from social media. Every every person that has interviewed me, they has always they always thought I was like six two, six one.
0: Well, it's because probably of the angles. It's why like. As I say, I I've, I always feel like I photograph shorter than I am, but that's because of the angle that I shoot my photos at.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it's like, no, I'm yeah, I'm... <laughs> believe me. And I would say to me, so many people... Well, I wouldn't say so many people. People have said I'm shady. I don't feel that way. I feel like I am the person who's like, if you suck, I'm going to tell you you suck. Like, yeah. Because I believe that, like, we should not be pushing people forward who don't have talent. Like, if you're not good at something, I'd be like, go find something else. Or, like, if you can do one thing, stick to that. There is somebody out in LA who's a go go dancer and a rapper and I, his name is Tokyo, I look at him and I'm like, baby, you have no artistry to what you do. He literally he makes like stripper go-go music but he doesn't make like any sort of like substantive art. I'm like, you're not an artist you're basically the Cardi B of like gay rap music. Like, I'm wild. <laughs> and, so- I'm like, and I'm like <laughs> I mean, it's true I'm like I'm like, you ain't you ain't had one substantive... He's 30 years old. I'm like, you don't have one substantive rap song about you. Everything is about you, like, getting fucked and, like, dancing on a dick. Like, I'm not saying you got to do every song, but I'm saying one. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I see where you're coming from.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just... I don't know. Being a musician, I'm hard on people who like want to get into music. Cause it's like, fine, you do you, but it's like, I know you have something to say. Like, that's what I always want to tell musicians. Cause like, if you want to get into this, it's like, you have to have something to say. You can't yeah. just like put out like, I mean, granted. Yes. Everyone wants to hear the music where, like, you're all about partying. But it's like, at some point, you have to have something else behind what you're saying. I feel you. Yeah. Well, anyway. It was a pleasure meeting you.
1: It was a pleasure meeting you, too.
0: And... I am Prince Electro, and thank you. I am Prince Electro Diamond. This is Gay Out the City. I'm your host, Prince Electro Diamond, and I hope you've enjoyed. Thank you for having me. You're welcome.